What is going on, everybody? Oh, baby, oh, baby, it's finally here. This is the Apron Bump Podcast, and I am the hardest part of the ring. How's everybody doing tonight? Whenever you're listening to this. Man, that's, um... It's been a long time coming, but I think now more than ever is the perfect time to start a podcast about wrestling. Because, I mean... There's never been a more podcastable time in wrestling than right now. You know what I mean? With social media, with all of the different wrestling companies popping up all over the world, there's so many takes to have. There's so many things to watch. There's so many toxic people, both on the internet and real life, to confront and to talk about. But at the end of the day... There's just a lot of fun stuff in wrestling happening right now. I mean, I don't need to tell you guys about the Wednesday Night Wars or, you know, what's going on in WWE with how they're expanding every single day. But, man, there's just so much so much stuff happening. Like, it's hard. Like, I'm very... Personally, I'm very OCD about that. Like, I need to watch every single second of everything. Or at least I used to be. Um, slowly, I'm kind of starting to ignore certain products, certain aspects of, of different shows, whether it be WWE or otherwise. And, um, but there's still so much good wrestling out there. And I'm very excited to have a podcast, to have this platform, to discuss it and to discuss it with other people and get their views and their takes on different things like that. Um, so why are we here? What is this podcast and why should you be listening to this as opposed to other podcasts or other YouTube shows, other fan-related shows out there? Well, it took me so long to start a podcast because the main thing that I'm seeking out to do is to create a product that is different from what everybody else is doing. You know, I don't know if you guys have heard of these YouTube channels, I mean, there's several of them, but two that I subscribe to on YouTube are What Culture and Cultaholic. And to be honest, I follow them really to hate watch them at this point. It's probably not a very healthy thing to do, but I'm not probably not alone there. I mean, you just look at the comments on their on their videos, and it's just "fuck you, fuck you, you're stupid, you're gay, whatever it is." Um, you know, what culture and cultaholic, for example, just for an example, two different YouTube channels. But if you subscribe to both of them and you're following what they're what they're putting out, it's almost the exact same thing. Like and it's not just the it's not just those two channels, it's it's everybody on social media. You know, it might be one camp or the other, but everyone's got the same fucking takes. Everybody's got the same opinions. Everybody's just typing the same shit and just just hitting that send button and oh man putting their feet up on the desk i really killed it today come on everybody and it's just it's exhausting honestly like you know at my instagram page at the hardest part of the ring i created that because i see so many of these these meme pages or or just wrestling general just wrestling in general related pages and you're just you're all saying the same thing 
and a lot of that same thing is fucking dumb like <laughs> that that's kind of what that's kind of what brought me to initially create wrestling specific social media and what ultimately has led to me putting this microphone in front of my face and talking to you all about this stuff because there are so many things in wrestling to talk about on a weekly basis and at the end of the day my main my main focus is to bring fun back to wrestling because i think it's not this isn't it's not even just specific to wrestling really social media is just a terrible thing guys like it's awful there there are some good aspects about it but at the end of the day it's a platform for people to pick a tribe and the and just throw spears at the other tribe for what you know what i mean to build their own clout to to add value to their lives to get that to get that w for the day at the end of the, i mean when you really when you really think about it social media and all these arguments that happen on a second to second basis is just it's brutal to watch it's brutal to be a part of i mean i'm guilty of it i'm not saying that I don't, i've never done it i mean i'll probably continue to do it just you know out of habit really but wrestling is such a cool thing i like to provide context i'm a 26 year old person from virginia i have been watching wrestling since i was four years old so was that 22 years every every year every year since then i've been obsessed with it because wrestling when it's great is in my opinion one of the most beautiful things to watch and it's you know people who are outside the bubble don't really get it you know why why are you watching fake guys in tights and covered in baby oil grapple with each other well why are you watching fucking game of thrones why are you watching The Walking Dead? Why are you watching Breaking Bad? There, there's, there's value in, you know, it, it might be scripted, it might be predetermined, but there's the stories that can be created in and out of the ring, even on social media these days. The stories that can be created amongst the characters in wrestling is such an interesting and entertaining thing to watch. And it's 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 silly like wrestling is pretty silly it's fun you know what i mean i I, i've lived with a couple of different people and none of them have been wrestling fans when i first started living with them you know roommates in college or so be it but that they'll sit down and and they'll see me i'll be watching wrestling in the living room right i'll be watching raw or something and they'll like be walking by and they might sit down for a second like what is this goofy shit the, the guy's not even hitting them. Well, why, why would he jump? Why, why would he help him on that slam? This is stupid. Why? Why? Oh, oh. oh. But 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 why is he like? Over time, they like get, get attached to the characters, and then like, why, why did Seth Rollins turn on his friends? Like like <laughs> they'll like get to that point. Like I think anybody can be a wrestling fan because it's such a it's such a fun form of entertainment, and I think people are losing sight of that. I think people are too concerned about their show winning which i mean i'll probably get <clears throat> more into that later but this concept of having your show like as as if it's your team like you know whether it's AEW or nxt you know you're not a part of that right 
you're you're not a part of that. I mean, you're watching it, sure, you're a fan, but at the end of the day, they don't give they don't give a shit about you specifically. Like I saw, I saw a tweet. I don't even know if it was real, but I saw a tweet the other week. It was some guy. I don't know his name. I don't really care to research it, but he had like, yeah, he had AEW on his TV, on his laptop, on iPad, on like two or three phones, and then maybe like an Nintendo Switch or something stupid. But he's like, I'm not gonna let WWE cheat by you know throwing all their their main roster stars on NXT. Cheat. Cheat. Are you kidding me, dude? Like, yeah, those are their assets, and they're using them. It's it's now you know. I'm sorry, AEW doesn't have tiers of shows, and I'm sorry that they can't bring higher ones up to the lower ones. It's not apples to apples, dude. NXT is going to try to put out the best product they can every week. AEW is going to try to put the best product they have out every week, and that's all there is to it, man. Like. You don't when if if, if AEW wins in the ratings one week and you're an AEW fan, you did not win. You won nothing. AEW won something. Kinda. Not really. I mean yeah, sure, they had higher ratings and that's something they could bring to the advertisers or you know, that's something they could brag about on social media. So you know But at the end of the day, from a pure, you know, just looking at their their the company's ability to thrive and to stay in the market and to continue to put out a product, it doesn't matter if they, if if AEW beats NXT by a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand viewers, you know, and vice versa. You know what I mean? It's not just not just a one way street. But the point is, people need to stop wrapping themselves up too much in these rating wars because. It's not, I hate, I hate the term war, first of all. You know what a war is? The war was WCW versus WWE. That was a war. That was two companies trying to put each other out of business. That was dirty deals being done to get wrestlers to flip over. That was dirty shit like Eric Bischoff spoiling a a, a finish to Monday Night Raw. That was, you know... Eric Bischoff, it's a lot of Eric Bischoff, it's a lot of dirty shit, but it's it's him walking down the ramp, grabbing a, a Vince Fears Bischoff sign and showing it to the camera. Like, yeah, I mean, if you look at modern day, you have, I mean, really, if you're talking about, like, shots taken on air, it's really mostly AEW. You'll see Chris Jericho or Cody Rhodes, you know, you know like when Chris Jericho was like, Talking about Jack Swagger and WWE, he was like, "That that that we the people stuff was just bad creative, was it? Was it, Chris? Because correct me if I'm wrong, but Jack Swagger has never been more over than when he was doing that we the people shit in WWE. Remember when he was feuding with Rusev on Raw? Remember that pop he got when he came out? Remember the heat he had?" When he first linked up with Zeb Coulter, Dutch Mantel, and he was this evil Republican guy holding his hand to his heart and, you know, being this, you know, this, you know, I hate Mex- Mexicans or whatever his character was. <laughs> okay, that's kind of a simplistic way of putting it, but you know what I mean. <clears throat> so, you know, like, 
it's not a war is basically what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say. Um, it's a competition for sure. Like I'm not, I'm not going to be one of these people that say that WWE does their own thing and they don't pay attention to AEW because that's not true. We all know that's not true. I'm not going to kid myself. And that's, that's just not the reality. You know what I mean? They know AEW exists. They know the capital that Tony Khan has. They know the, the 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 drawing power of Cody and Kenny Omega and all you know this you know the hunger for a new promotion they're aware of that for sure WWE is a company that has existed for for goddamn centuries and they I know I know I'm kidding but they've existed for so long because they know how to deal with adversity they know how to scope the competition they know how to look at the market and tailor their product to survive in that market you know for a long time you know after wcw went out of business there was nobody i mean you had tna lollygagging in the background you know but at the end of the day they were never a threat wwe never mentioned a they never mentioned tna impact on raw it was nothing japan even was like in a in a lull period that those early 2000s years those mid early mid 2000s in new japan those were some lean lean years so even like the die hard you know tape traders quote unquote they weren't really active in the wrestling community either so it was really a one-man show and wwe raw and wwe smackdown and those were some kind of okay years i mean there was some good stuff like when i'm talking like mid 2000s primarily maybe like i don't know 2004 to like 2008 ish there was no competition out there so the product kind of suffered because of it which is why it's so great which is why it, it frustrates me that people aren't having fun with this because now we got a major company another a second major company in AEW, we have, you know, Impact is, is catching steam. We have MLW, NWA Power. We have New Japan, All Japan, Lucha Underground. You know, there's probably a bunch of a bunch of promotions I'm forgetting or I'm just not aware of. But this competition is beneficial to everybody. Everybody. It's beneficial to WWE. It's beneficial to all the other, uh, all the other companies that I just mentioned. And it's beneficial to us. I think that's something that people aren't they aren't grasping. NXT and AW are have always been like ever since you know they've been going head to head, ever since they've been going head to head, they've both been great shows every week. Some better than others, but they've both been great wrestling shows. And that's because they're competing. I mean, that's because they have to be good. You know what I mean? So who's losing here? Nobody's losing. If, if, if AEW gets less viewers one week, they didn't lose. They didn't lose anything. They're going to be back next week, and they might bounce back and have more viewers. It's back and forth, back and forth. But, you know, who am I? You know, I, mean, I guess that's not, that's not clickbait worthy. That's not going to get me views on, on, my, on my article. Or it's not going to get people to click on my website, I guess. You know what I mean? But I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about having fun, and I'm concerned about enjoying the product that we're, we're getting today. Because it's never been better. 
and it's going to keep getting better. And I'm here for it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm excited for the future of wrestling. There, there was a long period of time where I wasn't. There was a long time where I was like, oh, it was kind of plateauing. But now, you got so many avenues for wrestlers. You got so much talent, so much different talent. So, such a great evolution of what wrestling is. So, some great, some not so great, but that's what I'm here for. And that's what I'm here to either praise or shit all over. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not too concerned with following, you know, the ratings wars up I'll, I'll, I'll as you know as this podcast progresses I'm, I'm not gonna completely ignore it i mean one, one thing i will say one thing i will say <clears throat> is you know because i have the ratings right here in front of me and i'm not gonna put too much stock in it right because i'm not gonna try to contradict what i've been saying but one thing i'm noticing you know week to week you could say who won who who lost you know whatever but as far as the total variation in viewers, meaning like the difference between what they started, when I say started, I mean the first week where they were competing head to head, the the difference in viewership is much greater in AEW, and that's not a good thing for them. It's been about a seven hundred fifty thousand viewer drop since their first episode, whereas NXT has maybe lost about 330,000. Basically what that means is NXT is much more stable. Granted, I know, I know, it's not apples to apples because WWE is a solidified company. People know that people know that brands and they're it's going to stick there forever. No way about no way to get around that. But NXT is stable. You know what I mean? They don't have they don't have to worry about advertisers. At least at this point, if they keep putting out a good product, they're not gonna have, they're not gonna worry about you know USA kicking them off the air or not getting advertisers or not getting you know fan fan support. They're good. AEW, on the other hand, has you know they had this this initial buzz about them, right? It's the new company. I mean, I was there. I don't watch a lot of wrestling live these days, but I I, I watched that first AEW Dynamite episode live because I was excited about it. I mean, as a new wrestling company, who doesn't want to, who doesn't want to tune in for that, right? But you know, as as the weeks go on, as the weeks go on, you know, it kind of you know tapers off. You know, characters characters have been built in some ways, but there's a lot of there's a lot of flaws too. There's a lot of good things AEW does. I love their rating system. You know, I, I like a lot of the 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 wrestlers they got on their roster i love you know the commentary has been pretty good too um they're doing some some unique things but at the end it's kind of it's given me tna vibes and when i say tna vibes i mean like 2000 like 2010 2011 tna which is like when it was like basically wwe light and um it's not there yet aw but the, the the way it's kind of trending down, it's kind of it's kind of appearing that, in my opinion, one day it's just going to be TNA, two point Um, I hope it doesn't. I hope it continues the to do good things. I hope the ratings bounce back. I hope they um stop relying on taking shots at WWE for their ratings. 
I hope they try to create their own product and do something new and innovative and provide a true alternative. But I don't know, man. I watched I watched that last episode of Dynamite, which was what, what was it the the tw- November twenty seventh, I think, and it was just. It was okay. There was some good stuff. I liked uh, Kenny Omega versus Pac. But, um, I mean, you see matches of that quality every week on NXT, too. Hell, even sometimes you see them on Raw or SmackDown. You know what I mean? It's kind of... um, I get it, you know. They're kind of still finding their groove of things. People are still debuting. Characters are still being built. So I can't, you know, put them down too much. But, you know, people kind of... I think people are so conditioned to hate WWE that any other company, no matter what they're doing, they kind of like are in this in this mentality that it's like, oh, this is real pro wrestling. This is what wrestling should be like. Is it is it different than what WWE is doing? <laughs> it doesn't seem that different to me. It's like there, there's some subtle differences, but to act like this is this whole new thing or, you know, it's not it's not that different. It's a little different. It's not that different. But, you know, that's... I'm not, I'm not going to keep going on about that. Um, I'm sure, you know, weeks to come, we'll be talking about, you know, what NXT is doing, what AEW is doing, and kind of discuss, you know, the comparisons and what each company is doing right and what each company is doing wrong. That's a, a big part of what I want to be doing with this podcast. But like I said in the outset, I don't want this podcast to just be that. You know, we have plenty of people, plenty of fans on all forms of, of social media giving their hot takes on wrestling, on the current day wrestling. And that's great. I'm going to keep doing that. But that's not all I want to do. So basically, still, <clears throat> we'll, we'll fine tune it as we keep going along with this podcast. But my goal is to ultimately have two episodes a week. I want one episode to be dedicated to current wrestling, basically like a week in review. So, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW. Um, if there's any big shows in like New Japan, like Wrestle Kingdom, I'll probably discuss that there. Or, um, you know, if there's any like big Lucha Libre events or like a big ROH pay per view, maybe I'll discuss that. But it'll basically be modern day. Uh, reviews, news, um, and my my kind of opinions on what's happened that past week. But the second episode of the week, and I'm still playing around if if it needs a name or what 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 would it be. But my draft name for it is Expanding Horizons, which is basically looking at shows that aren't getting talked about too much on social media at least in comparison to the major ones of it, of WWE and AEW. I love NWA power. I've, I'm only like five episodes in. I'm not sure. I think like up to like nine episodes now. I still need to catch up, but I love, I love that show. It's, I love the old school bare bones, no bullshit feel that show. I love the character development. I love the, you know, the, it kind of harkens back to the days of old, but still has a modern twist on it. It's great, and I'd love to have shows where, you know, maybe I maybe I review a few episodes because you know they're like what forty five an hour, so 
I'd love to talk about it. I mean, I think I love to encourage people to watch it. I love to encourage people to expand what they watch, not, not, not just keep themselves in a WWE bubble or an AEW bubble. I want people to watch all of wrestling. It, it's not like a concern of mine, but it, there, there's so much good stuff out there that I think people aren't even aware of. I love to see this this industry thrive, and if that, you know, you know, there, there's NWA Power, there's Lucha Underground, there's New Japan, there's Impact, MLW. There's so many. There's so many different companies out there. Like Impact, people shit on TNA a lot. Like it's it's you know, it's gotten a bad rap in the past few years, but. I won't even say the past few years, but pretty much maybe the past decade or so, people think of Impact and they think of like Relic versus fucking uh, Judas Macias or you know whatever that that silly shit they were doing, like kind of you know. But I like I like see clips of Impact online on their YouTube channel. I like pop up on YouTube, and they're doing some. Pretty cool shit. Like I love Sammy Callahan and his his group. Um, you know, Rich Swan. You got uh, Tessa Blanchard, who is, in my opinion, the best woman's wrestler on the planet. They got um, I mean, I mean, a Brian Cage. You know, it's this thing where I like I'll, I'll watch clips every now and then, and I'm like, man, this is this is pretty good. Why don't I why don't I watch this more often? So I would I would love to have you know. A show where I watch maybe an episode or two of Impact and you know kind of review it and kind of give people a, a feel of what that show kind of entails, you know, because I think it provides its own form of entertainment. And maybe maybe it's maybe it sucks. Maybe I'll do like one episode and I'll be like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch this anymore. But who knows? I love I love exploring new things. You know, MLW. I've not I've, I've heard the name. I'm aware of some of the. The guys on there, I know low keys there. Um, I think they they got more of like a, a shoot fighting feel as far as far as my understanding goes. I could be wrong, but I think that's a cool, unique thing. They're kind of making their own brand. I, I hear a lot, I hear a lot about L, a lot about MLW Major League Wrestling. I would love to check that out, and I'd love to you know again have a show where maybe I watch an episode. And I either like, oh man, this is really cool. I'm gonna keep watching this, or this is pretty bad. This is pretty shit. Uh, I don't know what they're doing, you know. You know, and you know, New Japan. I'm kind of in and out with New Japan. I'll, I'll watch like during the G1 climax. I'm really, really active in watching it, and then kind of like tapers off. I'm, I'm just really bad with keeping up with with their events, and you know, I, I'll see a card, and it's like eight six man tag matches. You know, what I mean, it's like I don't give, I don't really give a shit about that. I know some people do, but you know. Wrestle Kingdom for sure. I'm definitely gonna watch, and I'm definitely gonna be on here talking about it for sure, for sure. Um, Lucha Underground. I don't even. I think their season, their latest seasons, probably already aired. So it's definitely, I'm definitely like late to the game there. But I'm on season three right now, like 15 ish episodes into season three, and it's Lucha Underground is awesome. Like it's really cheesy, and you know the Lucha Libre kind of style is is hasn't always been something that I kind of gravitate towards, but you know, it's cheesy, but they know it, you know what I mean? And the matches, a lot of the matches they do 
or a lot of the matches they have on there are great. Pentagon, Phoenix, um, who else? You know, Mil Muertes, Matanza Cuerto. Like, there's so many cool characters on that show and a lot of great matches. And that's, you know, another another show I would like to get on here and talk about. Um, over the top uh, wrestling. It's a, a British, a lot of you probably have never heard of it, but it's a British promotion. Um, and I've, I've, I've seen very little of it, but I saw this, this uh, trailer for a match. I guess it was a few months ago at this point, but it was uh, Jordan Devlin versus David Starr. And man, the production value that this company puts out is tremendous. I mean, it's still like a, a pretty uh, a small arena. You know, it's still got that, that you know, subtle, that um, secluded feel to it. But it's such great production value. And a lot of the, re- like, had that's where Walter was big there. Like I said, Jordan Devlin. Um, a lot of the guys you see on NXT UK went through there. So that's another, that's another, it's just, there's so much out there. And you can't watch it all. But I want to try. You know what I mean? I want to watch as much as I can. You know, it's Raw, SmackDown, they're very skimmable shows nowadays. And I've always been very OCD. I like I need to watch every second of Raw and SmackDown and 205 Live and NXT and blah, blah, blah. I want to expand my horizons. See what I did there? That's the name of the. It's gonna be the name of the show. But so basically, that's the structure of what this podcast is gonna be going forward. You're gonna have one day of current modern day shows, and you have another day of something kind of out of the box, something that. You know, people aren't, you know, discussing at, at length, like the shows I've been mentioning. Um, but also, as far as Expanding Horizons goes, I, like I said, I'm a 26-year-old kid, 26-year-old man, and I've been watching wrestling since I was four years old. So it was pretty much 97, 98, 99, smack dab in the Attitude Era. And the WWE Network... For those that don't know, has every Raw, every SmackDown, every pay-per-view that's ever been released. They even have some Sunday Night Heats and maybe like a few Velocities here or there. But you can literally go back and relive that time. And that's actually what I've been doing too. I, I started a while ago. I'm slowly making my way through it. But I started the Raw after WrestleMania 14, I believe. Whichever one... um Stone Cold beat Shawn Michaels. I started the Raw after that WrestleMania, and I've watched every Raw, every SmackDown, and every pay-per-view from that point up until where I'm at now, which is like the beginning of 2001. So I would love, you know, because I've been going through the going through those episodes and those pay-per-views, and I've had such a great, you know, nostalgia trip going through those, and it's so entertaining, and, and you know. Everyone knows that that era of wrestling was great, but there was also a lot of shit, a lot of stupid shit that they did back then, a lot of terrible shit back then. And I think that's equally as interesting to talk about, in my opinion. But basically, for this Expanding Horizons podcast, I would love to go back, you know, maybe review Royal Rumble 2001. You know, as I go through these pay-per-views, maybe I'll get on here and talk about them. I think that'd be interesting, or WCW even, or AWA, or NWA. You know, give me give me your thoughts. You know, on social media. 
what would you like me to go back? Maybe there's like a, uh, I don't know, an old Jap, uh, like an old New Japan event that's really great. I'd be interested in going watch. I love that old. I love old wrestling. I think there is a uh, there was an art to it back then that you don't really see that nowadays. You get you get private party doing their choreographed dancing out there, whereas you know back then you had Ultimo Dragon and Rey Mysterio. Yeah, they were doing flips and shit, but they were also trying to kill each other while they were doing it. And I think that's something that's been lost, you know, in modern day wrestling. And I think that's something that I like to go back to and watch and relive those days. So that'll absolutely be a part of this podcast is going back to those old shows and reviewing those and maybe, you know, getting people to, to watch shows they haven't watched in a long time or ever. I think that'd be a great thing as a product of this podcast um you know also as far as guests go um i see a lot of people out there they have they have guests they try to tailor their guests to their kind of mindset you know what i mean you know you'll have like i don't know brian alvarez and dave Meltzer on there or on a show and for the most part, they're kind of on the same page about everything. So it's kind of like, yeah, sure, I guess that you guys want to you guys want to pile on something. But to me, it's much more it's much more intriguing to have two people with differing views. I would love to have people on here, you know, that I share views with and discuss, you know, different things. But I would also like to have people on here who I vehemently disagree with and you know, can get into a, a debate about something, you know, I think, you know, with all, with all the different moving parts in wrestling nowadays, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of points that can be debated. There's a lot of views to be had and I'm here for that. You know what I mean? I'm here to, to, to debate people, to give my thoughts, to hear their thoughts and to kind of collaborate and see, you know, I guess it doesn't have to be a winner necessarily, but you know what I mean. I think that's interesting, and I think people will like listening to that, but correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, that's basically, you know, to sum up, to summarize, this podcast is going to be geared to current-day wrestling. It's going to be geared to current-day mainstream, current-day less-than-mainstream. It's going to be geared towards retro wrestling because – Wrestling is fun. I'm just going to let that sit there for a second. Wrestling is fun. Just have fun. It doesn't always have to be serious. You don't always have to be gripping your keyboards trying to get your point across on Twitter or on Instagram. But do what you do. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Um... So yeah, I'll uh, I think I'll wrap this up right here. Um, I'm gonna try to keep this podcast in between like 30 minutes to an hour in general. So thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at the hardest part of the ring with underscores in between each word. I'm probably gonna change that eventually because I'm realizing as I'm talking that that's a horrible horrible uh brand to have because it's very difficult to search for but um you know at the hardest part of the ring on instagram at apron bump on twitter and please please um rate 
review this podcast. My goal is to have this podcast be released on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, all your platforms that you watch podcasts on. Um, but we'll see. We'll see um, if I can get that immediately or if that's something I have to work towards. But I appreciate you all listening. Um, and stay tuned for more. I got a lot to say. I got a lot to talk about. And I look forward to doing it because at the end of the day, wrestling is fun. And um, we're here to have fun. We're here. We're not here to work at it. You know what I mean? Um, once again, thank you all. And uh, man, I need like a way to like sign off. Um, I didn't think of a catchphrase. Let's see. What could it be? Oh, I got it. I got to go. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. Don't just get hard. Stay hard. Thank you.